0: Hey,
1: you guys.
2: So we are building off of our topic um, from last week. We want to thank everybody for coming out and joining us again. We want you guys to like our page, share our page, and encourage your friend girls to come over and to join us. Um, We're building off of our self-topic segment from last week. And I thought the topic was very informational. How about you guys?
1: Yes, I got a lot of feedback um, in my inbox about how everybody um, enjoyed it and really um, loved the content and that they actually wanted to post comments. But somehow we forgot to add the comment button so they can actually <laughs> show their air fryers. there was a lot of them saying, I wanted to post my air fryer. I wanted to post what I use. So mm-hmm. ladies, we're going to be more cognizant and make sure that we have that comment button for you to participate and show us what you're doing. Maybe it can help us as well.
0: Yeah, it, it has been fixed. Okay. <laughs> I received the phone call today and I worked through it. So come in, come in, come in. If you want to go back and add your air fryers, ladies, please. We enjoy all the feedback. So thank y'all for tuning in and sparing us that little minute of your day. All
2: right, Z. All right. So, yeah, and please, this we want this to be... Um, where everybody can come in and voice their comments, share um, your ideas and your thoughts. Um, We want to inspire you guys, and hey, you guys can inspire us. So please comment your thoughts and your ideas on our page. Um, We want to build off of our self-care topic. So we're gonna start with how do we, which I have participated in this today. So I wanna see how everybody um, is doing with social self-care how are you guys doing with that
1: okay well i'll start okay well i'm working on social self-care she needs um, it. okay because i am a loner um okay. i do like to spend time by myself um but i did get out yesterday and had a community event um you know testing p- people for covid So that's something that I haven't done in a year. I I haven't had any connection with um, anyone in a year because of my immune disorder and COVID. Um, But I did take a leap of faith um, and I did go out and interact with um, some people in the community and I actually enjoyed the person-to-person conversation.
2: All right, LaDonna, what about you?
1: Okay, Um, what I do for a social... um
0: self-care is sometimes I have to take a step back, um, kind of disengage from social media, disengage from everybody, because sometimes i we're out in the public, we're out taking care of people in our clinical settings. We're on the phone, we get inboxes, we're telephone calls. Sometimes we spread ourselves too thin. So sometimes I have to rejuvenate and just to unwind and kind of log out of everything. So sometimes you can't find me on Facebook because I did a seven-day fast or something just to de-stress and just find who I am and get back in tune with what I need. Okay,
2: On building on that self-care, I want to you guys to comment on spending the right time with the right people because you know negative people deplete your energy so I want to see how do y'all um is that a challenge for y'all or how do y'all combat that
1: well me personally yeah me personally um I basically can pick up on you know Um, bad vibes immediately. So I usually don't like for anybody to interrupt my sense of peace and my place of peace and contentment. Um, So I do find myself being alone a lot um, because the more people you hang around, the more things that could be said or misconstrued. So I prefer to be in my own space and by myself. um, I'll speak maybe two or three minutes, but if I don't feel the vibe, I'm gone. Yeah. So I have,
2: this, okay, go ahead. You can. So I'm just gonna piggyback off of Dr. Keys because people that don't know Dr. Keys, Dr. Keys is a social isolator, <laughs> and what we've been and what we've been doing, you know, even though we have to be cautious of health in the time of COVID, it is still important for you to have social interactions. Okay. So Dr. Um, Phillips, what do you have?
0: Yeah, that's very important. Guarding your energy is a must and garden just positive, trying to conserve po- positive energy in a time of a pandemic. Um, when you have so much negative stuff or negative um, things happening around you that take so much of your energy, it takes, a, it takes strength to um, preserve what you have less, um, left for yourself. So um, just being, um, hanging around and choosing people, you have to be wisely because you can't take advice or interact with every, everyone, okay? So you have to be very selective, which is circle. Sometimes that circle may consist of just one person. You know, sometimes it might venture we're, off. We're really talking about social being and not just professional. Professional, you can expand it because it doesn't, it's not personalized. So I can talk to anybody on a professional level, but when it's when it's when you're talking about the social and personalizing communication and letting people in, you got to be somewhat kind of guarded because everybody is not on the I don't want to say level, but everybody doesn't have the same um, aspects or same vision as you. So you have to guard your inner peace um, and just letting. Only a few people that has your best interest in because everybody doesn't have good intentions for you. True,
2: true. And always spend your time on with people that serve you well. Don't waste your time on people and with their negative negativity and their negative thoughts because you need people around you that is going to build you up and not tear you down. We're going to move on to environmental self-care. This is so important especially um, when you look at the mental health aspect, because your, your mind is a reflection of your environment. Um, can we get you guys to deal off of that?
0: Yeah, we can talk about just like, um, like, we spend the most of our time at work, you know, and that's an environment or atmosphere that we also have to practice good self-care in. Like we said last week, taking a break, um, just being positive at work. Control what you can control, and the things that you can't control, release it. Um, just um, having that commu- good communication, that goes a long way. Um, telling people what's, what's on your mind in a respective, a respective way, a respect- respectful way. So just um just being in tune with who you are and what your job requires or your environment requires out of you.
1: All right, Dr. Keys. Oh uh, yes, I uh, second that emotion. Um, basically, <laughs> that yes, your environment plays a huge part um, into your mental health. Um, toxic people cause for toxic uh, toxic environment and increases stress and it changes your attitude. So if your attitude is changed, there's no latitude. So basically I try to um, go to work every day um, with the positive attitude. Even if I don't feel well, I'm always walking in. Hey, good morning. How's everybody? You doing good? And I keep it moving. So I want to present how I want you to come to me. So if I go in negative, then I'm expecting negative things to happen. So even if your space is negative, I don't invite it into mine. So you can come at me negative for a certain period. And usually I will try to um, change the atmosphere um, at times until it gets to be, you know, too much. And then I have to, you know, st- sidestep that. But, you know, I can't take on anybody else's. I don't have room for anybody else's um, negative energy because I told my own. Um, so I try to keep myself centered, um, in happiness and in peace, um, even when things are not going as well, but that's just what I choose to do.
2: Okay. Um, one thing that you guys didn't mention that I was looking for is basically like clutter in your environment. Mm-hmm. You know, your brain is, uh, cluttered with, uh, chaos and confusion. Um, how does that play a part in keeping a, um, Um, a good
0: self-care environment. I usually tell my nurse and my um my coworkers this all the time. A cluttered desk is a cluttered mind. If your mind is clouded and um focused, it's gonna spill over into your work environment. You're gonna start seeing um clutterness on your desk, clutterness on your office space, and just cluttered are chaos in your work environment. So that's very important to guard your um, mind and clear your mind because a clutter mind is a cluttered work environment, trust me.
1: And, and that's one thing that I try to focus on because I am OCD um, and I have to have things organized in order to um, function throughout the day. And if there's anything that's basically out of place I will know it when I walk in the room. Um, So um, I just basically try to keep everything organized. um, So that way it doesn't create anxiety for me because if it's too much stuff in my space, I get overwhelmed and I get anxious and I can't focus on what I need to do um, and stay on task. So I usually just try to keep everything basically, you know, it may be an organized mess, but it is organized for me to where I can go find everything that I need. And usually if somebody's picking up something or touching something, you know, I've got it creates anxiety for me. So I'm just, I like to stay organized and task-oriented.
2: Okay. by um, we as women being professionals, how is hard is it to keep an organized home environment when you have a family? And what do you do
0: to keep that organized environment? Well, time management for me, time management plays a very um, important role into being organized, Um, setting out your daily schedule or daily routine, knowing what you're going to be doing X, Y, and Z, you know, at this time. So time management keeps you organized. It leaves room for yourself. It leaves room, like you leave work at work, home and home, and don't let the two intertwine unless you have to, Um, and that goes a long way because when home starts spilling over into work, it causes chaos, and when work starts spilling over into home, it can cause chaos and frustration. So practice time management, sit down, organize, um, set your schedule, rule out what's important, because what's important to me might not be important to Zamelda or Felicia. Um, so we have to find out what's important to each other and know what we're going to be doing in that time frame. Well, hey, Kaylee. Well, y'all want to see my (laughs) (laughs) grandma? Tell everyone hello, since you're not going to let me record. (laughs) Well, now she's shy.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, with me, um, speaking on me, basically, um, I literally have to prioritize just about every aspect in my life. Um, I don't like planning um, for say because of my health. And when I do try to plan things, something always comes up with my health. And with me having lupus, it's just hard to say I'm on board with stuff that's planned ahead. Because I may be geared up and ready to go when we're in the moment. And as soon as it comes, I hit a flare up and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. So I usually don't like to plan activities um, because of time management and how it affects my um, body. So I usually just tend to go with the flow um, more so than just um, planning out anything because I hate to say um, that I'm going to do something and then I get sick and I can't do it. That stresses me out even more because I am a family oriented person person and I usually try to you know advocate and be behind all my family members and when I can't do that because of you know what's going on with me then that stresses me more than anything so um, I usually just try to take this thing one day at a time and when I do make plans I try to stick to it but sometimes you just can't
0: and then again we have to be flexible you know, just even in our daily lives, we all have to be flexible. And that's why I've learned just with just having um, sisters, family activities, just be flexible. If I can't go, okay, I can not go. Sometimes we you know how we do. We'll reschedule it 50 times until everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to participate. And, um, and that's the beauty of our family. We understand each other. We tolerate each other. We know each other. And that way we're more flexible in our activities.
2: And I want to build off of that a little bit and share some um, family sister um, secrets. No! Um, no. <laughs> no in stays in <laughs> okay. We all know that Dr. Keys has lupus, right? And as sisters, we try to support um, our sister, you know, especially when she has her flare up. Some days she can't even get out of bed. Some days she calls me. And she's on the floor, and I'm just talking to her until her husband comes. Um, But we know that. And life isn't worth living unless you live it with the people that you love. So we as sisters, we make time for each other. We know that she is so antisocial unless she's talking to her patients. So what we do is we make sure that we go on a yearly trip. And we plan it. She don't really have to do nothing but much but show up but we make sure we make that time special because it's very rare that we're all in the same place. And then our time as sisters is so precious. So we want to take advantage of that time. So um, just to share a little tidbit, if y'all have that, if y'all have sisters, life is too short for sisters growing. Um Like me and my brother was talking today. Sometimes you got to forgive people so you can heal. Mm -hmm. So don't hold and harbor bad feelings for your family members because you might not get another chance to say I'm sorry. So take advantage of these opportunities right now and start healing um, uh, relationships in your life so you yourself can heal and you can grow. But um, make those special moments. Make make moments um, special in your everyday life. I want to add something, too,
1: because a lot of um, people, and I'm just going to reiterate on the fact about me not making plans ahead of time because of um, my disease. Basically, um, no one knows that I'm currently in a flare. um, And for the last um, week or two, um, (laughs) I basically have just been in excruciating pain. Um, that I've had to get back on steroids to help, um, you know, decrease some of the pain that I've, um, I'm experiencing. I said all that to say this that I had scheduled um, a community service event on yesterday and yesterday was really a hard day for me um, as far as pain goes and being able to move around. Um, but because I made the, um, the event, I made sure that I was able to go through it and and living with lupus um, and me dealing with this and trying to um, still do what I love to do and that's to serve and take care of others. I literally pushed myself to go out in the community yesterday and to do COVID testing. Um, But when I got home, that was literally all I could do for the rest of the day was when I got home, take a bath, and get in the bed and sleep till this morning. And literally that's what I did. Um, I slept until it was time to go to church and I got up and went to church. Um, So I don't like to, you know, really plan things too far in advance because I never get any warning with this disease when it's going to, you know, flare up. But I made, you know, others my priority um, even when I'm in a struggle myself. Um, So that's the reason why I kind of isolate myself um, out of fear of judgment, basically, because, you know, when you're going through things like that, um, you basically, you know, don't want anybody to see your weakness, which that's a weakness, um, not being able to, you know, walk without limping and people asking questions and, you know, looking sad or looking drained. Um, So that is a... um, you know, a weakness of mine. But yesterday I just found me a chair and I sat there like I typically do. Nobody will ever know um, unless I tell them what I'm going through. So that's the reason why I find myself isolating myself because I don't want to be asked a lot of questions and I just don't want to feel different from anyone else.
2: And I think that leads us into our next topic of physical self-care because, you know, some people are going through their own personal journey um, of health. And it's important that you focus on self, you give self some time. And I wanna, you know, just each of us to share light on how do we put time into ourselves for our own personal self-care? Dr. Phillips.
0: Well, I had to reevaluate my life um, after my mom passed, where well, our mom passed, because some things that were, were important to me was no longer important to me. And I had to take advantage of um, what was important to me. And I made it very aware that my family, I remember um, my mom being very rich in my life and rich in my kid's life. And I wanted to be that same type of person to my grandkids. So I had to reevaluate and um, revisit a whole bunch of things um, to make me Physically available to them, you know, um, and I had to par- uh, prioritize, so I had to let a lot of stuff go, um, I'm starting my, um, I had to, this week, I, I made a commitment, I was gonna work out, and I, this is one of my co-workers, she took me up and through there, <laughs> she took me up and through there, you know, I'm, I walked for 30 minutes and I ran for two minutes. So, but we got it done and we did it at least um um I think three days last week and we're committed on doing it again this week. And I said I was just gonna t- start taking advantage of my time, especially and put directing some of that stuff into me. Um, because like I said, when mom passed, my whole, whole direction and my focus changed, and I have to reinvest in myself because you are. When it comes down to it, no one's gonna love you like you. And you have to take that time, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical, um, psychological, you have to give your body what it needs. And um, Felicia, I know we don't ask you this time and time and time. And you have always given us the answer. So I want you to give the people the answer because I'm gonna ask you what people are thinking. And most people are thinking, why do you put that on yourself when you know that even as a person going with chronic conditions, that you have limitations? You know, why do you go above your limitation? And when you know it's going to cause your body stress, because we have tried to get you to slow down. We have (laughs) pills in front of you, speed bumps, (laughs) stop, stop. Us, you know to say hey it's okay and I know what you have told me personally and I know you have shared with us um, some more of your siblings so I want you to just share because I know they're thinking it so I'm just going to bring it out there and I'll let you tell them what you have told
2: us I just got on her about this today just yeah. why. but go ahead Dr. Pete. yeah what? oh but anyway
1: um I Well, I literally, if you know me, you know I love caring for others. I love doing for others. And I just feel like um, that this is my true purpose and my true calling in in life is to serve. Um, But before all this happened, and I'll just reiterate that with mom, I've been in nursing, well, for years. Um, But after I got diagnosed with lupus nine years ago, Um, I remember that me and um, LaDonna was um, taking my mom out for Mother's Day. Well, it was the weekend of Mother's Day and just spending time with her, getting her out the house because we was all about making sure she was okay and enjoying herself. Um, And I just remember I had a terrible headache and I thought, well, this is some way to be weekend of Mother's Day and I'm spending this with my mom. Here I go being a Debbie Downer. But at that time, I didn't really know much about lupus, but I've always been the type of go-getter person, never slow down for really anything. Um, And if my family needed me, I was going to make it my business to be there. But this particular day, I couldn't shake what was going on with me. So I just went through the motions or whatever. And when I got home that evening, I had an extremely excruciating headache. And I kept telling my husband something doesn't feel right. And I just remember, um, you know, laying down in the bed and I was like, oh my God, I'm having a stroke. And my husband asked me, well, how do you know what a stroke feels like? I said, well, you know, when you tell your patients that all this comes in your mind and you're thinking, this is a stroke. So I just kept sitting there and and sitting there and then I thought, hmm, no, I can't feel anything. So when I told my husband again, he called LaDonna and had her to come over and check my blood pressure. My blood pressure was high. And she was like, well, I think we need to go to the emergency room. Well, when we stood up, I hit the floor. And that's when my journey just literally began. Um, but I was, you know, had, I did have a stroke and I had to literally learn how to do just about everything over again. Um, but it was passion behind my pain and my struggle. And when I seen that my grandmother passed and how my mom was just still neglecting herself and taking care of her and doing all that, I just made it my business then to take care of my mom um, while she was taking care of my grandmother. And after um, I said, okay, well, I want to go back to nursing school. I got to finish this. I started it. I got to finish it. So um, I was in school and flare up after flare up after flare up but um, my purpose was to take care of my mom and still serve others. So I pushed myself so hard that I literally was, I went from a wheelchair to basically walking on my own in a little bit over a year, learning how to do everything all over again. And basically um, I went back to work into becoming a nurse practitioner for Family Health Center off of disability um, to take care of uh, people and to help keep my mom, you know, motivated and strong. So whenever I think about others, I really think about others before I do myself because I don't want to succumb to this illness. I don't want it to defeat me. And whenever I feel like um, I can't do it anymore, I always just, you know, push myself even harder because I don't want to be a quitter. And I don't want it to get me to the place where I struggle to come back from. So whenever I feel like you guys say, okay, back down, take a break, do this, you need to rest, you know, you're going to go do this, this is going to happen. I know that, but mentally it's almost like I'm letting myself down. So um, only when it gets to the point where I physically, and that's usually, that's stretching physically can't move is when I will force myself to slow down. But you guys do tell me a lot of times that I need to take care of myself, but I just feel the compassion and, you know, I'm just propelled to help others because I've seen where God has brought me from and I kind of want to get everybody else there, but is it to my own demise that I do that as feeling myself?
0: And that's what I was trying to, I'm trying to get you to see out your very, Mouth and your what you just told us and what we're talking about today because self care is the best care. Um, what does it benefit others by you not taking care of yourself when you're stretching yourself beyond your limits? Because you've been dealing with lupus a long time, girl. I've been there with you. I've been in the hospital with you. Don't spent the night with you. Don't woke up. You know, helped you in the bathroom. Then went to work pick you up. Then brought you home. I've been there every step of the way. So I know, and I have told you several times, sometimes you have to
1: step back because
0: if you're not helping yourself, you're not helping your patients because the same thing or helping your family, okay? to kind of make this more um, a personal because everybody can't relate to the doctor aspect of it, but everybody can relate it to the, the sister and the family aspects of it because that's putting more stress on your family, that's putting more stress on, on us. Because so, me, I know I've shared many tears, sometimes in the closet, because I had to come out of there and be strong with you, because I didn't want you to see cry- me crying. And then sometimes I had to share them right, especially when we was at Forest General, we couldn't get you to sit up without you passing out. So um, as from what I've seen, it's not worth it. It's not worth expanding you beyond your limits
1: because well, i really yeah i realized that literally well the lord had been showing me for a while but it was just that i felt like i was abandoning what i love to do uh-huh. to take care of myself i felt like i was abandoning my patience but until we started having all these deaths recently you know my when my mom died that hit me the hardest because oh, that was uh-huh. my true bff but um, mm-hmm. after that, I basically just um mm-hmm. hey hey okay. uh, hey hey girl. All right.
2: All right. And, now uh, basically I can go mute. Um, and I just basically
1: went through and um after we lost my aunt and then my nephew, I started to realize you know. How much I invested in my work and neglected my family—that hit hard for me. And I realized, what is this all for? You know, why are you investing all this into this place um, that isn't investing anything in you? So I was like, okay, that was a wake-up call for me. I—it I, really was a wake-up call because when you love what you do, you can do it anywhere. And that's what I came to the realization too. I don't have to push myself to be something that I know that I already am, um, and that's why I just, you know, I it hit me this year. It well last year really. Um, so I'm taking advantage of it. I'm listening to my body more, um, and I am resting.
2: Um, well, I hope I hope that you listen to your sisters because. I am. We love you beyond the moon. And mm-hmm. if you don't listen, it is so frustrating. I want everybody out there, if you have a, su- a stubborn sister, right? Sometimes you might have to put them in a the headlock so that they can listen. I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because all this is coming out of love because to me, I, I oh, love and I appreciate, because like, we took this journey together. I appreciate and love the doctor Felicia Keys, but she has nothing on the sister Felicia Keys. Nothing. I can do without the doctor, okay? But I, I don't wanna cry. I can't live without the sister, okay? So if it takes you st- stepping back a minute to get what you need, I mean, mm-hmm maybe go at this in a different angle. It's more than one ways to skin the cat. So it's more than one ways to help people. You know, it ain't all gotta be about the medicine side of it. It's more ways to serve and help people that doesn't take so much from you, okay? And sometimes you have to tag team that thing, okay? So um, do whatever you have to do to take care of Felicia because like I said, I respect and I love. We, I know what we did to get to this side of the medicine part of it. We came this journey, like that song said, we got it out the mud, we literally got it out the mud. We started at CNAs and we went on up. So I respect that part of you, but she can't touch the sister part of you because that's the one that I can't do without. Okay, so, and I'm not, because we taping, I'm saying that because I mean it, because like I have to, I know the pressures of it, because I'm in that field too, and you, you obligated, and you, you, you made commitments, and um, personal commitments, and personal goals, and when you start helping, see, helping people, and seeing people get better, it, it triggers something. And you just want to you want to give people your your best, and people will take it too, without I'm thinking taking. that you need something of yourself. But you have to set the limit and and take care of yourself. And, and this- I
2: think this uh, I'm gonna jump in here because we all in a whole segment on that, <laughs> but um, but I think that that is so important that. Self care is not only for the person. Self care is for also for the family, okay? The family. Because mm-hmm. the family is more than one. And if you see one of your members, right, that is not displaying good self practices, then it's up to you and your. You you must do your due diligence to say something. But you have to um, put that family member in a headlock when they don't want to listen, okay? But. <laughs> But I want to, I want us to spin off of that because okay. I, that was a good segment, And before everybody hit in their feelings and then we'd be yeah. a woohoo moment. <laughs> yeah. um, I want us to talk about spirit spirituality because we grew up in the church. Our dad's a preacher. Our mom was an evangelist. So we know how spi- uh, spiritual self-care is so important. So how do you guys, how do y'all connect? and get that connection um, um, on a weekly basis so you can get fulfilled and, you know, plug in um, with God. Anymore. Dr. Keys,
1: Well, um, most of my, well, I, I'm not going to say all of it, I ain't going to even go there laugh, but most of my life um, <laughs> has been spiritual based, more the adult side of it. And um, throughout my Troubles and struggles. I know that um, I couldn't have got where I am today if it wasn't for my spiritual belief and my connection with God. Um, and I always remember that verse that you know, um, you know, that He basically strengthens me. It doesn't matter um, what I go through; that He strengthens me regardless. So whenever I'm going through um, any struggles or trials that I feel like I can't get through, I look to him and I always ask for guidance and always ask him to um, guide me in his purpose for my life. Because I don't wanna do anything that's gonna be outside of his will. And a lot of times I always get my will and his purpose mixed together and I wonder why things don't go the way that they should. A lot of times it's because I'm in a hurry to get it done or it it was not his will in the beginning. But the older I get in in my healing process with um, spiritual healing with him, he reveals to me that I can't do anything without him. And that um, anything that's going to come good and worthy is going to come from him. So anything that I foresee in my future, he magnifies it 10 times. So um, whatever he has in store for me, it's going to blow my mind. And I do believe that I'm just having the patience and the faith um, to wait on it, because I do feel like that my life has been, you know, a living testimony. Um, if you walk through a mile.
2: How do you feel
1: Okay, I meditate, I pray, I read daily, daily verses. Okay,
2: Dr. Phillips
1: and Kaylee.
2: Oh,
0: she just, <laughs> just won't let me take by myself, she want to be involved. Um, but just to stay spiritual connected, I pray, um, I um, meditate, I try to um, focus on the scripture. Um, and then I try to talk to someone that has the same spiritual mindset um, that I have, you know, just to kind of give me that kind of encouragement. Because I also know that what God ordains, He will maintain. So just having confidence in what I believe, or confidence on where I, um, where I'm going, and who's who's driving the force, who's driving the car, because um, God is very. In, God is
2: very instrumental in my life. Right. So I want, I want everybody that is watching us and they see three sisters on the screen and um, three successful sisters on the screen. Um, but I want you to understand that there is no we without God mm-hmm. um, and that everything that we have and everything that, and how, how far we got in this journey is because he has made it to be so. So we do know where our help comes from. Um, There's nothing that we did, but it was by his grace and mercy. So um, in all things that we do, we have learned to put God. So uh, if you don't know where to start, that is a good starting place for every woman, man, whoever is listening. This is a good place for you recognize where the help comes from. Yeah,
0: that's the foundation. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, um, and what I do usually do um, on a daily basis is I I, start, I try to start my um, morning out. I can't remember which one of y'all started me on, Dr. Oaks, I mean, uh, Reverend Osteen, Pastor Osteen, but I listen to him or um, Pastor TJ Max, TD Jakes, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you ain't not good about shop. When Should you talk about financial. <laughs> I listen to them uh every morning or I listen to um audio Bible and I try to take that into work with me in the morning times. And to me, that gets my mind right and gets me um in the right mindset that my actions are a reflection of what God, you know, wants me to be. So um I think that's how I start my spiritual journey every morning. Um, so I want us to go into our financial self care. Um, Dr. Keys, you are a good financial um, boss. So help us help them. Okay.
1: Well, I I guess I'm frugal. I guess, um, but I'm very huh. I said, and is. Well, I'm very financi- financially cautious. I put it like that. Um, I'm a saver instead of a spender. Um, if I don't need it, I don't buy it. If I can't pay for it cash, I don't get it. Um, so basically, um, I just try to make sure that um, before I start spending money, is that something that I really have to have? Um, if it's not something that I have to have, it's a a need versus a want. So I always usually try to make sure that, um, I budget my money. I write down literally everything that comes out of my house and everything that comes into my house. I write it down in a notebook and, um, I always try to make sure that what's coming in is way more than what's going out. Um, I don't believe in debt, um, because that stresses me out. So um, literally I try to pay off everything that I get because it stresses me out to have, um, to owe somebody. So um, every month I usually try to put a certain amount of money into a savings account where I don't touch it at all. Um, And I always tell myself out of sight is out of mind. So if I don't see it, I don't have it. Um, I really give myself an allowance um, monthly on what I can spend and once that's gone got to do better next month you got to make sure that you can get it all in there but I never go without having anything that I want because I am cautious on it um so I do preserve and reserve money and I don't just I'm not a frugal spender all right
2: Dr. P- uh, Dr. Phillips <clears throat>
1: I'm a prayer and a pro- person in progress prayer
0: <laughs> I'm praying, 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 but God is having me, is helping me. Cause I'm more of a,
2: I'm
0: not really a spender, I'm a giver. I will give you, a, I took that, as, I took that from my mom cause I remember growing up, we didn't have much, but if someone came to the church and they didn't have furniture, she would give them our living room suit. And we'd be like, mom, what we going to sleep on? What we going to do? <laughs> do? You know, she would literally go through her closet and she would give clothes away. We didn't have much. So that says a lot. So I took that after my mom and I would just give stuff away. And then I'd be like, Lord, how am I going to pay my bills with all my money spent? You know? but God is working on me because I can't, I'm learning not to give more than I have, you know, and just learning to save, learning to steer away from credit card debt, you know, because you got to be cautious in self care. Cause I know if I spend more than I should, I get that flutter in my chest and that stress, you know, so listen to your body. If it's causing you stress, that means you can't do it. So uh, I'm learning. And Felicia has helped me. <laughs> so she's helped me to budget and learn. You know, it's okay. You know, because love doesn't always come in a pretty green wrapping. Okay, so you can't value put money value on love. So I'm learning to not be such a giver because I am. I would just give it away and think about myself last. So that's my area weak. You know, it's okay
2: to be a giver mm-hmm. because the Bible tells us uh, that. Um, it's best to give
1: than to receive but you gotta do it wisely but you gotta do it wisely yeah um and also i remember one time before this um guy that i was talking to um before about some stuff and i think it was about a loan and i didn't want a loan and then i was telling him you know uh, what well, the bible says that uh the uh what is a slave is a uh Well, what is it? A borrower is a slave to the lender. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be indebted because they can hold that over my head and create more stress. Um, And then he made some kind of uh, comment back at me and I thought, well, I don't need to be dealing with you if that's the way you're headed, because I understand you got to have credit to get where you're going, but not to the point where it's going to take your livelihood. So I'm all about even though that I'm married, I am um, an independent saver. Um, We do have his, hers, and ours uh, account. So that's the way I um, basically keep my sanity because I just want to feel like I'm still independent to a source, Um. I mean to a certain spot. So um, we have joint and then we have, each one of us have our little happy money. Yeah. So I don't bother you when you're spending your happy money and I don't, and don't, don't bother me, me. It's not, it's mine. <laughs> So that's the way I've, I've handled things uh, for the the last few years and it seems to work out really well. Okay, All and right. you
2: gotta do what works for your household, yes. right? Uh-huh. So that's where that uh, financial self-care is. You can't go rogue on your spouse these are conversations that you need to bring to the table with your spouse. This is something that you have to, you know, be up on um, agreeancy. Transparency, yeah.
0: Because you got to have transparency in your finances. You can't go in there and be like, well, this is my money and I'm going to spend it how I want to. You got to sit down and have those hard conversations. You know, we're going to put X amount of dollars in this joint and that's go there. But the rest of it is for me, whatever you got left out of these X amount of dollars that goes into yours, however you spend yours is fine. And that alleviates stress because the main course is taken care of, the house is taken care of and you're not dipping into the house money for your own personal spending money. So I did receive that tidbit and I've been functioning that for years now and I'm doing well in that. It's just that, that little section over here that's mine like sometimes i dibble it out and then i'm like lord i ain't saying nothing for myself and sometimes people don't even have to ask me for it you know if i see you need some i just and i'm, I'm trying to hone that in because you got to do it
2: wisely right and so i want to give everybody a little bit of more family history okay um, so anybody that knew us growing up who was pissed for okay and if one thing that we were um not short of in is love Uh and sometimes you gotta know what talents god gave you right Uh what talents that you bring to the table so if your talent isn't financial right if Uh your talent isn't physical self-care if your talent isn't environmental self-care then you need to go out and you need to strengthen those areas. Don't let those areas go lacking because that's a part of you that is going without. Mm -hmm. So we as sisters, we come to the table with our problems, right? Mm -hmm. So if I feel like there's a problem, um, you know, I'm just going to share a little tidbit information of mine. Um, I have a problem with retaining fluids. My body will swell up at the drop of a dime. I was on the phone with Ladonna, um, and I'm like, I saw her socks, and I'm like, oh, I love those socks you got on. They were compression socks that helps keep the fluid out of your legs. And she said they're on their way. And she literally ordered them, and they was at my house in two days. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta lean on each other's for the talents, right? So if I'm telling Dr. Keys your psychological self-care is weighing down because you don't know how to call a timeout then dr keys needs to start listening (laughs) lean on each other to build on on your talent especially with family that loves you because they're invested Uh okay so that's one of the things that i wanted to put out there because we were piss poor but we had each other and then you know 20, 30 years later, we still have each other's, that we're still leaning and depending on mm-hmm. each other. So this is all wisdom and knowledge that we have grown through the years. My talent is financial self-care. I like to spend. I'm not going to lie to you. But <laughs> I, see it, I have, a, I have the, the thing that my mom has. I have an addiction for shoes. They call my name when I walk in a store. If they call my name, I got to give them. Mm-hmm. We had to take a step back because she asked me. What are you putting back for yourself? What are you, are you? Do you have anything in your account? So I have to take that into account and to say, okay, you can't be splurging over here if you're not taking care of this. So leaning and pinning on each other so you strengthen your overall well-being. Okay? Yeah. And that's where that help comes into play.
0: Yeah, and you have to have a. I don't want to interrupt anyone else, but you have to have a balance in all aspects or areas of self-care. You know, you can't be, um, cause what, when we think about self-care, we wanna go get the facials or the skincare, the hand, you know, the fingernails and the toenails, which is all good, I'm not knocking anyone. If that's your thing, do your thing. But you can't do that thing if your finances are, are messed up. You know what I'm saying? Because that's taking, that's adding more stress and you're not really Taking care of yourself, what we call that counterproductive. You're you're doing one thing, but you're disrupting another thing to get it done. So you're not really being productive. You're not taking care of your means. We're talking about a balance. If your finances are okay, indulge, enjoy yourself. But fix your, all areas of self care, not just focus on the physical parts. Right,
2: right. And that is such but, a to know information. Um, so the last topic that I want us to go over is, and we've already mentioned it, but we're going to elaborate on it, and this will be our little walk on out. Um, is psychological self care, okay? And Dr. Keith, since we threw you under the bus already, we're <laughs> going to start with you. Say so what now? Psychological about- self care. What are you going to do better? What are you going to do? <laughs> do better? Let's
0: write this down. Make your list. Well, I did
1: today. <laughs> like, I did literally take me a four and a half hour nap when I got home from church because I, I needed it. um, And I just literally have to, and it's hard for somebody when, you're wired up on prednisone to literally just sit still even when you don't feel good because it makes you want to get up and clean up and do stuff and you know you're going to crash afterwards. But I'm learning to whenever I need to slow down just to take the time and just slow down. So I am working on doing that better and sleeping better because that's my issue is just not really sleeping. I'll rest, but I don't sleep. So I did do that today. I did take a nap before we got on here.
2: And that is awesome. Dr. Phillips.
0: It's just like I said earlier, stepping back because like I said, being, um, you have different areas that take so much of you. You know, you have your family over here, you have work over here, you have your friends your social life, and you just going and going and going, and you try to give everybody equal parts, and you don't save anything for yourself. So sometimes you have to step back, and it's not being selfish. I learned that. Um, like I said, I used to just go and go and go. I remember um, just giving example of my life when I, when my kids were home. I used to have three kids that were very involved in sports and school activities. I remember one, I think my daughter was playing at AAU. I had worked all week and I was doing home care and hospice and we had to be on call. So I was on call that doing that after hours. So sometimes you up all night. So I was working full time, on call, after hours. And my daughter has to be in Tennessee um, Friday afternoon, I'm like, Lord, and I wasn't just a sender, you know, I had, I had to take her, so I had to come home real quick, get my bags together, meet them at the school at a certain time, and, um, Scott, Jr. and Terrell, they used to go with me, um, on the weekend, so I had to go by and pick them up, and we used to be in Alabama and Tennessee for the weekend, And I would just go, 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 go. And now I'm reaping the benefits because I'm tired. You know, so now is my time. I'm like, listen to your body. Don't wait till you get on this side, you know, of your kids being at home. Take that moment for um, for yourself while you're raising them. Spend that extra 30 minutes to get what you need. And you don't have to give yourself to everybody. And you are excluding yourself from the equation. Always include yourself.
2: OK, that's yeah, good. Good to information. well, my psychological self-care is, and my brother taught me this, is be present. And that is to me, that's my psychological self-care, because there is a lot of things, like you stated earlier, a lot of things that are going on. Um, and sometimes it feels like you are one person that posts in four places at the same time. But I think that if you just stop, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes y'all call me and I'm like, well, I didn't get it. Because I literally leave my phone on my nightstand and I'm in the living room with my husband or we upstairs, you know, watching movies or whatever. But I've I've learned to be present in the moment because you don't get those moments back. And so sometimes I do miss phone calls so I could be present at home. And I feel like if I give 12, 18 hour days at work, I have got to be present when I'm at home. Yeah. So that's where my self-care comes in is enjoying the now.
0: Yeah. Enjoying Um, the journey, you know, enjoying the journey. Because what's the point?
2: So we have being present, Dr. Phillips says, um, what did you say?
0: Taking time, stepping back and taking time for yourself
2: okay and dr phillips yours was i mean dr keys yours was what taking time for myself yeah taking Uh a nap making sure you get be well rested Uh um, that you give yourself a chance to recover from whatever is going on in your day so this is our segment for self-care we hope that you guys learn some information we hope that we help you on your journey and as always we always do a focused product or business and this week is gonna um, come from Dr. Keyes. So Dr. Keys, if you wanna go ahead and take that over. Okay, well, actually um,
1: I was on Facebook the other day and I was um, doing a little research and I had run across um, this um, Living Well um, website. Um, and I stumbled across um, some people talking about autoimmune disorders and um, you know, doing stuff the holistic way. So I was just researching and I made a comment on something that was on the page. Well, a lady in the group actually reached out to me and she said that, um, um, uh, whatever I said, touched her or whatever. And, um, she wanted to send me something to try because she also has lupus as well. Um, so she asked me if she could, you know, reach out to me about, um, some, um, uh, vitamin supplements to take and she sent me actually sent me a packet and it's called Isotonics, and she sent me a three-day power uh, powder pack of vitamins um, to take every morning now lord knows with me being in this uh flare-up I have zero energy um, and I thought well it's gonna take effort you can go up there and mix the stuff up in water I said, "Well, let me just give it a try to see how it went, how it works." Um, so, literally, my first day doing this, and so it was only three days that so she sent me, and that's Miss Carrie. And um, I literally, the first fifteen minutes after taking it, I felt like I was alive in my old self again. And the only thing that's in this is basically just all vitamins. Um, it's gluten free, which I, you know can't do that with lupus, Um, no GMO, it's vegetarian. um, And it's basically just a powder that you mix into your, in your your water. And basically it's just got like a lot of uh, citric acids and B12 and vitamin C in it. So it's basically um, nutrients in a bottle. So I literally did that right here for the three days that she sent me and I can immediately tell um, the difference versus the last what today that I didn't well, you know, yesterday that I didn't have any, I could tell the difference um, of not having that burst of energy without that. So I just wanted to say to Miss Carrie, um, I appreciate um, you sending me those samples and they were worth it. So I will be placing an order um, to, um, you know, try some more things that you have. Um, I did reach out to you via um, text message just to let you know um, how I was progressing with that. And I do appreciate you reaching out to me for that. Is there okay. a link or something that we can, can post? Know. She did give, um, have a link out okay. there because um, she did put it in my inbox, but it's um, her name is I think Carrie Rick- Riggett um, and she's at carrie 48 me.com. And it's isotonic. It's an isotonic's product, but um, she literally sent me this uh, trial packet, and it it was awesome. It was really awesome.
2: And I want to add that this is, um, you know, Dr. Keys tried this uh, product herself, Uh, but, you know, we highlight products, but it's, you know, your sole responsibility of if the products were for you. So um, we're not getting any profits or anything off of these products. We just want to, you know, share products and stuff that we like, but mind you, it's on your own cognizance if you want to go out and purchase um, these products for yourself. But we wanna thank you guys for tuning in. Um, please share our page. Um, as our niece, say, like um, uh, what did she say? Like it. Like and
1: subscribe. We need her to come and
2: tell us that.
0: <laughs> well, I think she's gone. Her mother her has came and got her, yeah.
2: So tune so, uh, in next week. Um, LaDonna, what's our topic for next week?
0: Okay. Um just to kind of um, go back, our topic for today was self-care. Uh, self-care is the best care. Um, tips on alleviating stress. And our next topic next week is emptiness, um, redefining motherhood. So for all you empty nesters, y'all um, invite people in. We might even go live. That way we can answer <laughs> Yeah, well, we can answer questions, you know, just for, we might re- pre-record, then go on live just to answer questions that you might have about being an
2: empty nester. That's awesome.
0: all right. All right. Thank you guys for watching.
2: Y'all have a great right. day. Bye. Bye. Bye.